Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, where it is always seven times 60, and where we always have the fever for the flavor of a fatty folded finer than a freckled frog hair follicle. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak, and besides being an imbiber of the fiber, I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 24th year, found at hempfest.org. I am also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth, increase the peace, and spread unity with impunity here on Cannabis Radio, your source for the force of freedom, where we walk our talk around the block. The global cannabis community is a vital human resource for humanity. We are among the most misunderstood, maligned, and scapegoated communities on planet Earth. Has there ever been a less threatening bunch of peaceful, artistic, and resourceful souls to be singled out, profiled, and persecuted by their own governments? We are making progress, finally, after decades of scorched earth, draconian, Orwellian treatment, and we are fighting back peacefully. The cannabis liberation movement is one of the most nonviolent social justice movements in modern history. We're winning victories against the most powerful governments, and we're doing it 100% nonviolently, a testament to the power of the people of the plant. But this struggle is far from over. Prohibition rages forward, crushing anyone unlucky enough to get in its putrid path of injustice. The way we fight back is with science, with truth, with information, and education. My guest today is a human weapon of truth. Clint Werner is the author of the tremendous book, Marijuana, Gateway to Health, by the Dockstar Press. We will be uncovering some amazing facts about cannabis in just a few minutes. But first, I want to address a weekly component of my show, the word of the week. And this week's word is organic. Organic foods are foods produced by organic farming. 
And while the standards differ worldwide, organic farming in general features cultural, biological, and mechanical practices that foster cycling of resources, promote ecological balance, and conserve biodiversity. Synthetic pesticides and chemical fertilizers are not allowed. In general, organic foods are also not processed using irradiation, industrial solvents, or synthetic food additives. For the vast majority of its history, agriculture can be described as having been organic. Only during the 20th century was a large supply of new chemicals introduced into the food supply. The organic farming movement arose in the 1940s in response to the industrialization of agriculture. It is imperative that medical-grade cannabis, and I believe all cannabis intended for human consumption, be grown organically. And no GMO 420. Chemicals are great things, and they serve humanity in many ways. But humans lived relatively chemical-free for many millennia, and now is no time to change that if we strive for health and happiness. And speaking of health and hempiness, I want to switch gears and segue into the interview segment of this program, Hemp Present on Canvas Radio. And I'd like to welcome author and activist Clint Werner to the show. Hey, Clint. Hey, Vivian. Thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. Um, Clint Werner found at MarijuanaGatewayToHealth.com. Uh, let's just dive into this tremendously fascinating and controversial and illuminating subject since we don't have much time. Uh, Clint, what is the endocannabinoid system and how does it work in your most synopsis version? Well, we all have an endocannabinoid system. And the endocannabinoid system is something of an over, overarching, regulating, biological control system for the body. It is sort of the master control system of all the other uh, biological systems in the body. And it works through the central nervous system, but also through the uh, periphery nerves that run throughout the rest of the body. And what's really amazing about this is the endocannabinoid system has influences on every aspect of human or mammalian biology, because it's not just humans, it's also other mammals. But within humans, we see that it is responsible for sleep cycles, fertility cycles, appetite cycles, healing cycles, maintaining an environment in the body that is resistant to the rise of um, disease processes, uh, interrupting disease processes, and it works through substances that we produce in our bodies known as endocannabinoids. And what's amazing about those is that they match up almost identically with the plant cannabinoids produced by the cannabis marijuana plant. So for optimum health, we require cannabis? Is that what that means? Well, we have this system, and it sort of co-evolved with the cannabis plant. And if you have a healthy, dynamic system, then you can usually have healthy, dynamic vitality throughout your life and remain free of the really terrible diseases. But much of modern life and just general living and stress tends to impact on many people's endocannabinoid systems and suppresses their activity. And researchers are looking at this and realizing that deficiencies in the function of this endocannabinoid system are sort of the foundation causes of many terminal and life-altering diseases such as cancer, diabetes, migraines, fibromyalgia, 
uh, heart disease even, many of these uh, organ diseases uh, arise from imbalances in our endocannabinoid system. So, Clint, are you describing cannabis deprivation syndrome, or is that something else? That's it, clinical, uh, clinical uh, cannabinoid deprivation syndrome and, or deficiency syndrome, and that is where we just don't produce enough of these natural cannabinoids in our bodies to get the job done in terms of maintaining and correcting our biology towards health. So if you supplement with cannabinoids, through either inhaling or orally ingesting or vaporizing cannabinoids from the marijuana plant, the cannabis plant, you're going to supplement the activity of these health protective compounds and enhance your vitality and wellness. It's really amazing because we've been brainwashed for so long to think this is a degenerate substance that erodes health and diminishes the quality of life. And the truth is just exactly the opposite. Clint, how did you come to write your book, Marijuana Gateway to Health? What inspired you to author this great resource? Well, you know, I was really good friends with Dennis Perone, who is, in my opinion, the foremost activist and father of the medical cannabis movement as we know it today. Without Dennis, none of what we see would exist, I'm convinced. And I knew him because I was a caregiver for my best friend with AIDS. And I would get marijuana from Dennis and give it to my friend, and he outlived the doctor's expectations significantly because he could eat and he felt better, and it nurtured his health. And after he died, I met Donald Abrams, who was trying to do research in patients with AIDS with marijuana, and we actually became a couple uh, we became involved together, and it's really quite an interesting story because I was the activist and he was the researcher, and I know the people from the activist community and the research community, so I had a special perspective when Prop 215 passed, and so I started working on a book about that, how it all happened, the science and the politics, but then these amazing effects from cannabis started appearing as people did some research. Some of it defined harm, actually found benefit, and we found these anti-tumor, neuroprotective, uh, liver protective, brain protective, heart protective effects. And I said, this is the book I need to write. So I aimed it in that direction. Can you talk about cannabis and cancer? Uh, does the cannabis plant fight cancer tumor growth? Indeed it does, and this is established. There's no arguing. I do sometimes take issue with people who use the phrase cannabis cures cancer because I think it's, it's kind of a broad, a broad statement to make at this point. There are some interesting anecdotes of people having been healed, apparently using cannabis oil, but we're going to really need to know more about the applications. What I like to say is that it really is clear that cannabis can be an, a possible effective treatment for, can, for cancer. And I have an issue of the British Journal of Pharmacology just came out with some reviews of data on the activity, medical and protective activity of cannabinoids. And here's a quote, uh, and it, the quote is, the literature is nearly unanimous in suggesting that cannabinoids reduce the progression of cancer. So yes, marijuana is the anti-cancer. There is evidence that people who smoke cannabis a couple of times a week 
have significantly lower rates of bladder cancer than people who don't smoke anything. And that if you're smoking tobacco and you smoke cannabis simultaneously with it, uh, not simultaneously, but you know, you're also using cannabis, although they do use it simultaneously in Britain uh, and Europe. But you know, if you're using them together, the cannabis protects the person who's using tobacco from the harm of the tobacco in terms of bladder cancer so that the increased risk from the tobacco for bladder cancer comes down to normal. Now, you don't get as low as you would if you were only using cannabis, which is lower than the normal risk. And there's a significant protection against lung cancer. There's significant protection against lymphoma. It's really quite impressive what we're seeing in terms of cannabis and cancer. And there's also some interesting data that using chemotherapy, if you're using cannabis or cannabis compounds at the same time, the cannabinoids seem to go in and sort of soften up the cancer cells so that the chemotherapy is more effective at killing them off, while at the same time shielding the healthy cells from the damaging effect of the chemotherapy. Because that's one thing. Chemotherapy doesn't distinguish between health, healthy cells and cancer cells. Cannabis does. It selectively attacks the cancer cells. Fascinating. Clint, I need to soften up my sponsors. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause because they're flaws in the laws. And we'll be right back with Clint Werner on Cannabis Radio. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Clint Werner, author of Marijuana Gateway to Health. Clint, there is a lot of studies uh, coming out, even though the government has been suppressing 
any uh, real unbiased clinical studies of cannabis marijuana for decades. Um, but there are studies coming out on both sides of the fence. How do we know if these studies cited by opponents of cannabis, uh, of medical marijuana, etc., have any validity? Well, there's a lot of bad science out there, and there's a lot of money from the government being paid to researchers to try and come up with some horror, some terror that is produced by using marijuana that they can use to dial back the legalization movement. And it's not working. But what is frequently done is instead of using cannabis in human beings and seeing how that works, these researchers will take rats and mice and they inject them with synthetic cannabinoids. Now these are you know, synthetic cannabinoids are like spice many times or the stuff that's much more harmful than cannabis, far more harmful and far more powerful uh, in its effects. Plus, no one injects marijuana. And if you're injecting a rat or a mouse with a synthetic cannabinoid, it is in no way a real-world model of cannabis use by human beings. So you kind of want to look at the study and see the methodology. Did it use humans or did it use rats and mice? Another way is to look, if it involves humans, look at the number of subjects. And if it's a very small study, uh, it's going to have less value than a very large study. The NHANES study that shows that people who use cannabis at least three times a week have a significant reduction in risk for diabetes, that followed, I believe, something like 45,000 many, many thousands and thousands of subjects over an extended period of time, many, many years. And that's much more valuable to tell us something than a a study that's done with a dozen subjects over three months. So those are a couple of ways to look at it. And there's also the looking if it's a brain impairment study or a sort of life quality impairment study, looking to see if they controlled for alcohol use. A lot of the research that claims that cannabis damages the developing brain has not controlled for alcohol use. And a a review of studies just came out recently, and they called the researchers on that. And when they controlled for alcohol use, they found no changes in structure or volume in the brain of daily marijuana smokers. So, 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 Clint, cannabis on that in that vein, cannabis is a neuroprotectant, uh, apparently even protecting brain tissues from the effects of alcohol poisoning and other toxins. Can you touch on that? Right. There was a study, and it was out of, I believe it was San Diego a few years ago, and it was one of these studies pitched to find harm from marijuana. And the idea was that if you use marijuana and alcohol together, you're going to have more damage than if you just use alcohol alone, that this poly substance abuse is more harmful than single substance abuse. But surprisingly, what the researchers found is that the teen binge drinkers who used marijuana concurrently with uh, drinking had a significant reduction in brain damage caused by alcohol compared to the binge drinkers who didn't use marijuana that marijuana actually acts as a shield. The cannabinoids in the cannabis plant work as a sort of uh, biological shield against the effects of alcohol and stop the alcohol from poisoning the brain. How about sickle cell disease? Uh, Can you tell me about the research that's currently taking place in San Francisco? Yes, actually, that's really an amazing finding because sickle cell disease 
might be one of the worst diseases known to mankind. It is genetically linked primarily to people of African descent, African Americans, Africans, African Europeans, and people of mixed race with these genetics suffer from it. What it is is a misshapen blood cell, and usually the blood cells are sort of like round, soft donuts that flow beautifully and bounce off each other in the vessels and bounce off the vessel walls and just flow nicely. But the sickle cells are misshapen to look like an... Uh, like a crescent moon or a sickle, and they drag and they clump up and they rub up against the vessels and they make inflammatory compounds in the blood that circulate and make the subject very ill, malaise, systematic illness, just this whole sense of being sick all the time. And then there's the pain because they gather up in joints and small vessels and they cause crisis. And it's really a torturous, torturous, horrible disease. Some of the worst pain. Cannabis helps so far from what they've seen very effectively. There's a doctor who had studied the effects in rats and mice and had good results. And she is working with my spouse, Donald Abrams, on a human study right now. They worked really hard to get it approved. And it's being done at San Francisco General. And they're using actually inhaled vaporized cannabis and the placebo to see what the uh, effects will be and to document if there is significant benefit. If there's anyone listening, if it's all right, I'd like to give a number if there are any sickle cell patients who are interested in taking part. Would that be all right? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so you're going to, it would be calling San Francisco General's Research Division, 415-476-4082. Extension 146, and they are looking for subjects with sickle cell who are willing to come to the Bay Area or who live in the Bay Area and um, stay in the clinical research uh, division and be subjects of this study because we really need to find something to relieve this suffering because cannabis relieves inflammation, and that's part of the disease is triggering inflammation. Isn't that that's part of most disease, right? Yeah, that's, it's like a foundation influence for almost all degenerative and, and terminal illnesses, uh, chronic out-of-control inflammation. And cannabis is really like the fire extinguisher to put out that inflammation. It just really dials it back and then actually addresses some of the damage that's been done. Opponents of reforming marijuana laws warn that regular use of cannabis marijuana, especially by teens, damages the brain. Uh, where does that stand in terms of concern? Is there a real danger? You know, I, there is, it's overstated. Like I said, these studies that show brain damage are frequently done by injecting rats and mice with synthetic cannabinoids. Or the other thing that is not controlled for when they do these studies is parental neglect. And this is something I really like to point out because studies show very similar, if not identical, uh, deficits in youth who have parental neglect or abuse um, compared to what they claim for the marijuana impairment studies. So it seems to me that what you're seeing is the root of this problem is parental neglect and abuse because if someone is 13 or 14 years old and able to smoke a lot of cannabis every day, there is an element of parental neglect involved there. You know, I'm, there's something's not going going right there. My parents 
you know, I couldn't get near cannabis until I left home. Uh, they were so involved in my life and controlling who I was with and what I was doing and had me in activities to keep me preoccupied. So I think that there's a lot of evidence that the harm that's claimed for teens from cannabis use, the antecedent is not the cannabis use, but it is the neglect that also permits excessive cannabis use in teens. But I also think that we should discourage and put barriers in the way of young teen and teen cannabis use because it's a distraction. They need to be finding out what they like and what they're good at and not get preoccupied with cannabis. I'm going to have to go to another break soon, but Clint, cannabis has been shown to stimulate the production of healthy new brain cells. Is that true? How is that possible? That's right. Well, what, what it seems is that cannabis, because of the cannabinoids and their effect on the central nervous system, once again, we go back to inflammation, and by dropping the inflammation in the brain, you also quiet some of the uh, immune attack on brain cells and you s- slow down oxidative damage. So it's like a cocktail addressing these harmful influences on brain function. And when you dial all these negative influences down, then the brain can really kick up into high gear and do what it's supposed to do and produce these help- healthy, functional new brain cells through neurogenesis. Uh, the researcher who discovered this was really amazed. He said, this is the only illicit drug known to mankind that triggers the production of healthy, functional new brain cells. The others wipe them out. Fascinating. We're going to take another quick break here from our sponsors. We'll be right back with Clint Werner, author of Marijuana, Gateway to Health. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. 
<laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Clint Werner, author of Marijuana Gateway to Health. Clint, veterans returning home from war are routinely meted out a smorgasbord of toxic psychiatric uh, and pain drugs, which might play a role in why there's an average of over 20 veteran suicides per day. Can cannabis be used to treat PTSD and pain as or more effectively than these pharmaceutical drugs? I think that in some cases it can, although it is a touchy subject in a way because in terms of self-medic, because let's be honest, because the government has repressed research into the benefits of cannabis, it's really hard to know what we should recommend for people who are suffering from, say, severe PTSD. I think that, you know, if we find out the right combination of cannabinoids, that's going to be great. And there is a lot of anecdotal evidence that people are able to effectively self-medicate in states where they have the ability to go to a dispensary and find different kinds of cannabis on a consistent basis. So I am really encouraged about the promise of it, but the government needs to get the hell out of the way and let the researchers do the research that's going to give us the data to properly use this substance to help people. It's criminal. It is just insane that the government treats this like some sort of toxic radioactive isotope that's, you know, unfit for even human research. I totally it's agree. I totally agree. We're running out of time, Clint. How can people find out more about your book and the wonders of marijuana cannabis plant? Well, my book, you can go to Amazon or you can go to, even better, your local bookstore and ask them to get it for you. They can do it, support your local bookstores. But also, I actually have a talk if you're interested. You can Google uh, C-SPAN Clint Warner and marijuana, and that'll come up. That'll give you a good background on this. Also, I'll make a plug for another activist, Paul Armentano with Normal. He's brilliant. He does great work on this. You can follow the latest data uh, through his work at the Normal website. Um, we're all in this together, and we all need to pull together and win this uh, for freedom and liberty and justice. Thank you, Clint Werner, author of Marijuana Gateway to Health, for being on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Thanks so much for your just tremendously essential and important work. It's always great talking to you, bro. Thank you so much, and thanks for everything you do, and God bless HempFest. Ico, Ico. Now I want to get to another weekly feature on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio, and that is the quote of the week. This week's quote is by Wendell Berry from The Art of Commonplace, The Agrarian Essays, and it goes like this. People use drugs, legal and illegal, because their lives are intolerably painful or dull. They hate their work, and they find no rest in their leisure. They are estranged from their families and their neighbors. It should tell us something that in this healthy society, drug use, that in healthy societies, drug use is celebrative, convivial, and occasional, whereas among us, it is a lonely, shameful, and addictive experience. We need drugs, apparently, because we have lost each other. And that about wraps up this installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Join me next week for my guest, Mitch Earlywine, Ph.D., uh, professor of psychology at uh, the State University of New York, 
Albany. And we are here on Cannabis Radio because you have the right not to remain silent when it comes to prohibition. Activism requires a voice, so speak up for injustice. We'll see you next week. Freedom Fighter! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.